What is going on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts and welcome back to the Binks and Doodle Effect. This is episode number 36 and thank you guys for tuning in again for another week. How are you doing this week, Andrew? Pretty good. How about you? I'm ready. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Binks and Doodle Effect brought to you by Lividity and Rogue Energy. Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And unlike unhealthy canned energy drinks, powerful supplement can be taken daily for overall improved performance. It's filled with vitamins and amino acids. And it's a healthy way to increase your natural energy. Use the code GETLIVID. Get 5% off on the bottom of your screen. Your entire purchase. Recommend to start a pack. You get a shake a cup and four or five different flavors to try. Uh, get livid, 5% off. Let us know if you used it. Beautiful. Moving on, Mr. Andrew. What do you want to start off with this week? We got baseball, we got, we got hockey, we got football. Everyone's a little active this week. It's tough to say. Up to you. I'm going to leave it up to you. How, how do you want to start well, off? I'll start off strong. Let's start with your little little football things going on. Oh, the football things. I know you something okay. very important you wanted to talk about. Oh, well. Do you want me to start off the podcast or the rant or end the podcast or the rant? So I guess we're going with starting off the podcast we're or the rant. We're starting off with a goddamn nuke. Okay, so here we go. First and foremost, we can witness history in the NFL. Um, there's gonna be there's something this year that's going to be called the Bird Gauntlet, and the only team that can even do it is the Detroit Lions. So this season, the Lions... What the NFL is saying is the Lions have a chance to complete the bird gauntlet. No team has ever defeated all five bird teams in the same season, and the Lions are facing all five bird teams this year. So if the Lions beat the Falcons, the Seahawks, the Cardinals, the Eagles, and the Ravens, they win the bird gauntlet. They have defeated every bird team. Do I think the Lions are going to beat all the bird teams? Absolutely not. You got the offense. Maybe two of them. Uh, probably going to lose to the Falcons. I have high hopes for the Falcons this year. Uh, probably going to lose to the Seahawks. Probably going to lose to the Cardinals. I can see the Lions beating the Eagles. And they're probably going to lose to the Ravens. I can see them only beating the Eagles, if we're going to be real here. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, uh, no, that's not going to happen. No, absolutely not. Um, so we probably won't witness history, and God knows how long until another bird gauntlet a team plays all five bird teams in one that's year. That's so random. Like... I saw that, and I was like, yo, we got to talk about this. Like, I was like, this has to be done. Like, un un yeah. But um, moving forward to where I got pissed off. Can Do we can we collectively agree, Andrew, that the Bucks are probably either one or two best team in the NFL right now? Can you yep. can we arguably say that they have one of the best defenses in the league, bet one of the, and and one of the best defensive lines in the league? Correct. Can we agree that they have one of the scariest wide receiving cores? Correct. And can we agree that they have a quarterback who could be argued as one of the best to ever play the game? Correct. Okay. So can you explain to me logically, Andrew, you have this super team that got even better from their last Super Bowl win. They got better. Can you explain to me why they have the fourth easiest schedule in the league? Can no, you explain to me why the Tampa Bay Buccaneers... Who they verse this year, their opponent opponent win percentage is 46%. I can can do we, such things, sir. Can we talk about why or whoever <laughs> made the NFL schedule gave the Buccaneers 
the fourth easiest schedule. The only teams with the easier schedule than the Buccaneers are the Falcons, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. The Eagles have the easiest schedule in the league. How does that happen? So, I need to know. Like, do, do the, think... Does the NFL just want to continue to like just worship Tom Brady and just give him free anything at this point? Like, are we why this super team? They're going to go like sixteen and zero, seventeen and zero. It's uh, go on. I'm sorry. I, I just I, I need to say the only thing I say I think some of it has to do with the divisional games because you have to factor in the Panthers and Falcons, and they they both were under three thirty five percent wins, but like they could have filled the non divisional games with some better teams. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely absurd. And you know who has the hardest schedule? The Pittsburgh the Steelers. The hardest is Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Followed by the Ravens. And unfortunately, followed then the Bears have the third hardest schedule, which means to me the Bears are going to get shit on this year. Regardless, mm-hmm. the Bears are probably going to get shit on. But, like, oof. But no, I, I saw that, and I was like, the Buccaneers should not have the fourth easiest schedule after getting better after a Super Bowl. It's a wee bit silly, if you ask me. It, it, it grinds my gears, if we're going to be real here. Um, live take as we are recording, Thomas Nito just hit a solo home run and to give the Mets a lead in the top of the ninth. We are recording. Can't wait to blow it! We are recording on May 18th, Tuesday. So it's Mets, Mets Atlanta. Nito just hit his second home run of the year in the top of the ninth. Mets are now leading 4-3, to three, so let's go Mets, as you guys can see. Hell yeah. Um... Yeah, no, that I just needed to vent that out because I think that's absolutely absurd. If you win the Super Bowl and you get better, there's no reason why you shouldn't be at least top five hardest schedule in the league. Whoever made the schedule yeah, should be shot. One hundred percent. Um so I'm a little I'm it a little, is big silly. A little annoyed with that. Um other than that, really not much more in the NFL. Uh other than that. Um a lot of random ass signings, but like nothing. To, yeah, not, nothing, note. nothing, nothing noteworthy that we should be yeah. uh, telling you guys. Uh, before we jump into any other uh, sport, I just want to talk and uh, shout out to anyone who thinks that Michael Jordan is not the goat of basketball. I have a stat here that like blew my mind. That I was like, wow, um, Andrew. Only three players have ever won the scoring title and been named first team All Defense in the same season. Jerry West did it in 1970. Kobe Bryant did it in 2006 and 2007. Michael Jordan did it in 1988, 1989, 1990, 1991, 1992, 1993, 1997, and I will continue to pound those stats as I see them. But going on, Andrew. Hi. N- NHL hockey playoffs. It's great. Dude, the Hurricanes had a packed house. It was weird. It was great. It was awesome. It was loud. It is um, It is nice to, uh, hearing some fans now. Uh, as, especially as with hockey. Exactly. No, you, you, it's need, a whole level. you need that fan like in, excitement, enthusiasm in a hockey rink, especially during the playoffs, because it's, like, one of the most exciting things of all time. Oh, yeah. Um, you know who scored the first goal in the NHL playoffs this year? I do not. Tom Wilson. Was he really? He scored the first goal 
of the 2021 NHL playoffs. Ah, oh, good for him. Piece At the shit. NHL player safety, you dumb shits. Look what you did. Um, so, yeah, playoffs started on Saturday. Um, the Capitals beat the Bruins in overtime. Continue on the Sunday. You had the Islanders beating the Penguins in overtime. You had the Wild beating the Knights one nothing in overtime. That game was nuts because you'd be getting, at the end of the first period, it was tied nothing nothing. But the Knights were out shooting the Wild twenty to five. So I, anyone who knows hockey knows that that the Wild were going to win that game because the hockey gods were on their side. Um, you had probably the craziest game of the playoffs so far, which is the Lightning and the Panthers ended five four. Um, just go watch that third period if you can, because it was ridiculous. It was utterly insane. The Panthers took the lead with like three minutes left, and the Lightning tied it and scored. It was awesome. It was, you you have to watch it. It was it was that good. That was that's playoff hockey at its best. Side note: the Flames and Canucks played, but they're not in the playoffs because they had to make up COVID games. Neither neither of them can do anything, but they have to play the games. I wouldn't have shown up for the games if I was Webb, but that's me. Uh, then you had yesterday the Bruins. Tied the series. They beat the Capitals in overtime. You had the Hurricanes take a one nothing lead over the Predators, and the Avalanche take a one nothing lead over the Blues. Uh, tonight, aka the 18th, which is Tuesday, you currently have the Penguins beating the Islanders two to one in the third period. Let's go Penguins! The, I'm, I'm so conflicted. <laughs> I'll go back to that though. The Lightning are beating the Panthers two to one at the end of the second. We have the Wild and the Knights are going to play later tonight. Let's um, go Knights. I'm going to be the opposite on that one, but that, <laughs> that's going to be a great series, so it's fine. Um, uh, I want another absolute full tilt battle between the state of Florida because that first game was awesome. I You really have to watch that Lightning Panthers third period. It was incredible. It was everything you could hope for from playoff hockey. It's like if, you, if you're thinking about like the, the Battle of Florida, if like the Rangers and the Islanders had a series right now, or if uh, Pittsburgh and Philly did, like it was great. I'll put that on my to-do list. I can't promise you anything, though. um i am so conflicted i know i texted you earlier in the week um i do not want to see the islanders do anything in the playoffs not because i hate the islanders like i hate the yankees um i i don't want to deal with the islander fans at all and we are surrounded by them where we live so I, I I really can't be bothered. I don't even want... I want them to be a one-and-done team. But at the same time, I despise Sidney Crosby. And I don't want yeah. to see him ever do anything either. So it is just like such a lose-lose. But I think my not wanting to hear Islander fans gloat or like get happy that they're in the second round, I think that weighs, outweighs more than my hatred for Sidney Crosby just because he hasn't really screwed us over in a while since we actually haven't been in the playoffs i mean if you would have talked to me by 2014 2015 i would have been rooting for the islanders because like we were constantly you know at the penguins heads but now we're not we're not that good i i will never root for the islanders no matter what any like you can come up with any scenario and i straight up won't ever root for them um i respect that but but I think they're going to win, so that's where I stand on that one. I hope they don't. I hope the Penguins win. I think that series goes like six games. Penguins and yeah, six, I had like the I said. Islanders in seven, but whoever the whoever comes out of the East is not going to win, just because the East was the hardest division, and everyone mm-hmm. who is going through this division is just going to be tired, beat up, and just totally you know beat the shit. 
No, absolutely. Like, I don't expect much from this division past the initial rounds. Yeah, no, I, if, I, like I said, I'm rooting for the Golden Knights all the way. Uh, we, we discussed this last podcast, you know, who, who we're looking to win. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the Golden Knights all the way. Um, I would like to see Ovechkin get another one, but at the same time, like I said, I don't want to see Tom Wilson do anything. So, nope, screw that guy. Yep, screw him all the way. But um, in other NHL news, the Rangers answered our prayers. It's like they almost listened to last week's podcast. <laughs> because the day we put it out for you guys was the day that they fired Quinn. Andrew, I don't know about you. I am a happy man. I am a, such a happy man. He was a big issue. We played better when he wasn't on with us. Like the 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 games where we had what was it, the Wolfpack coaches? The Wolfpack coach, yeah, yeah, we we looked like a completely different team. And I hey, listen, Quinn just couldn't get the job done, so I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy too. Like I said, I don't think he was um bad, like bad, but he wasn't going to get us to the next step. So I'm mm-hmm. totally cool with him going bye bye. Um, I just swear, I swear, swear, if they hire John Tortorella, I'm gonna shit a brick. He's not it. He's the reason Artemi Panarin left Columbus. Do not touch John Tortorella, but Dolan has a hard on for him, so I'm terrified. Yeah, we'll Apparently, see. We'll see. Gerard Gallant's interview went very well. I'm totally okay with that. Or just call up the Wolfpack coach. We'll see. I wouldn't mind the Wolfpack coach. Considering, Neither would I. I'm cool with a no name. Considering what we looked like with him as the as the active head coach. I'm I'm cool with it. Why not? Why not? Give it a shot. Exactly. But, I mean, the talent is there. Developing kids. Well, I think we're going to be a dangerous uh, dangerous team going in the fo- going in the future. Um, give them the shot. Give the Wolfpack guy the yeah. shot. Give we'll them. They're going to make one move this se- off season. We're going to see what it is, but they're going to make one probably decently big move. Um, hopefully it's not something stupid and James Dolan stays out of it. Yeah. No, he can continue to win the Knicks. Who, by the way. Not that we're basketball fans and watch it, but like I may be inclined to watch a little playoff basketball because the Knicks are the four seed this year. If you didn't know, I didn't know that because I don't pay attention to basketball. I, I, at I all. just I, I don't really either. But like I I have a bunch of friends, Knicks fans, and they they're all excited. Yeah, you know, we're the four seed. Oh my god! I was like, dude, that's awesome. May have to watch it's some playoff. Good for them. Yeah, yeah I watch a I watch a playoff game or not? Like, let's I, go. Let's go Knicks. Yeah, let's go Knicks. I'm listen. I'm all, I'm I'm not, I'm not I'm not a fan. I just don't really care. I'll root for and the New Knicks. York team that's yeah. not the Yankees has to win a title. Exactly. Yeah, can't be the Islanders. So let's go Knicks. Any any sport, and I I don't know. I don't want to sound biased when I say that, but I feel like any time is any in any time in any sport where a New York team is doing good, it is just so much better for that sport. I feel like New York teams just have that much of an impact. On every market. game, yeah. So, you, you, uh, they want New York and LA to be in it. That's that's mm-hmm. that's their ideal markets. Exactly. Like you know how much Major League Baseball probably made off the Subway Series in two thousand. Oh, so much. Like both New York teams in the World Series, that like in, unbelievable. I, I I think it's just best for all sports. It's not even just baseball. Any sport, New York teams have that much weight. Yeah, I mean, if you if you don't think that Gary Bettman, the uh, chairman of the NHL, isn't rooting for like Toronto and Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. come on, like that, that would bring him in so much money. Mm-hmm. 
no, you know, no argument there. But uh, moving on to baseball, there's a bunch of stuff that did happen this week. Um, I think one of the biggest things that came out was Pujols signing with the Dodgers. Um, yeah. They, the Dodgers stole him. Yeah, I mean, no one was going to sign him. It's They're going to try and win him a title. No one was going to sign him. No, but he he's he's listen, he's still you know team leader, probably great, probably great dugout he's guy. Taking a mentor role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he mm-hmm. it was a steal, definitely a steal. Um, so good, good for you, Paul Hulse. Uh, well, I, I don't want you to win a ring because I would like the Mets to win it this year. So <laughs> I apologize there, but if he does, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if. Pujols got a ring to end his career, which is I can nice. offer you a division title, and that's about it. Absolutely, and we have a live look. The New York Mets just beat the Braves. Upset. May 18th. Diaz Upset. got another save. Ballpin is still looking sharp. John is nutty. Let's put it this way. Let's 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 go talk about the Mets real quick. What I, I'm going to pronounce this guy's name wrong, but Mazika... I, I think right. I, I, I just nicknamed him. I just been calling him Bear anytime I saw him on TV because that's what he just reminds me of. It's that man still weird. no no major league hits, two but two walk off bats at bats. Like I, I cracks I, a home run the other day. Yeah, Un- unbelievable. Um, good for you, kid. Good for you. Uh, and can we just say that both walk off at bats didn't even leave the infield? It's the best part of it. It's the best part of it. Um, Pilar, though, if you guys watched on Monday, which was the last night, took a 94-mile-an-hour, I think it was a fastball, 94-mile-an-hour fastball, right to the nose, went down, bloody bloody face, bloody everything. Man was just, like, spurting blood on the field. Um, came out today, has, has several fractures in his, in his nose. He's not going to be back anytime soon. The Mets are just so... Injury ridden right now, and we are continuing to win with nobody. <laughs> that's the best part of it all. Like everyone's that's, all doom that's and gloom. Good sign. That is that's very, a good, very sign. good sign. Everyone's so doom and gloom. The Mets are so injured. You know, first Degrom went down. You know, that was the big, the biggest thing. It was like, holy shit, holy shit, what are we gonna do? We just lost the best pitcher in the league for X amount of days, and then slowly, sure, surely but slowly, we just had. If McNeil is out, Conforto's out. What's his face in center field? Without Nemo's it, been out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. No, I'm not talking about Nemo. Who who went like face first into the wall? Oh, Almora. Yeah, thank you, Almora. He done done. It's just now Pilar is going to be out. It's and then and then Walker on Monday left with uh left oh, yes, tightness. Walker, yeah. it, we can't catch. A break, and we are still winning, and we're winning divisional games, which is the biggest part. That is the biggest thing. If we're losing, I would rather lose out of the division. But we are winning well, yeah. our divisional games, which is so huge. Yep. Uh, Noah Syndergaard is expected back soon. From yes, he what is. we have heard, we Carrasco should be on his way back as well. We need the two of them more than anything. Even though our bullpen has been looking, it's been solid. Uh, it's definitely been solid. If we had a, if this ball, the ballpen does this all year, and we get our full rotation back, it's game over. Mm-hmm. It's game over. I don't care if we're only going to score like three or four runs. That's all we're going to need. All we're going to when it comes to the playoffs, pitching is everything. 
And pitching is so much more important than an offense in the playoffs, in my Without personal question. opinion. I you you, you yeah. know you can correct me if you want. I personally would favor pitching over a ba- or over a stack lineup in the playoffs. I would too. I would too. So, um, and Degrom is expected to come back soon. He's not. He he should pitch his next scheduled start. I think. Um, which would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, then once you get Syndergaard and Carrasco, and then hopefully Tywin Walker's back. Yeah, Walker's um, back. If we can yeet Joey Lucchese into the sun and start starting um, Jordan Yamamoto, I'd be pretty happy, but nitpick. You don't like Peterson? Oh, I do, but we'll see. I want <laughs> I want to see Yamamoto pitch. I really like Jordan Yamamoto. Fair enough. Um yeah, no, going on. Speaking of pitching, we have bashed him and we have praised him several times this year, Andrew. And he just makes it so difficult to stay mad at for screwing the Mets with Trevor Bauer. The, the man, I, I, I got to respect, I mean, if you guys didn't see his last tweet, he said, Dear hitters, if you hit a 3-0 homer off of me, I will not consider it a crime. Dear people who are still mad about a hitter hitting, kindly get out of the game. Can't believe we're still talking about 3-0 swings. If you don't like it, managers or pitchers, just be better. I love it. I agree completely. I agree, he, I agree completely. He embodies where the game needs to go. Mm-hmm. And these old farts need to piss off. So, I mean, the context is the... Who was it? The Dodgers were beating whoever it was, the White Sox. No, I'm sorry. Uh, we're losing to the White Sox. Um, what am I talking about? It was not the Dodgers. The White Sox were winning 15-3, to whatever. And uh, whoever they were playing, I forgot who it was, uh, the Twins, throws in, what's his name, Williams Astadio. Big, he's awesome, big chunky dude, kind of like a mini Bartolo Colon, um, to pitch because it's 15-3 to and or why do you care? Um, but he's throwing these 40-mile-an-hour EFIS pitches. And Yerman Mercedes, who is really, really good, who really just showed up and is part of the reason the White Sox are the best team in baseball, is sitting there watching these three 40-mile-an-hour pitches go and miss the strike zone. I think he had an Ofer that night. He was, like, the only one who had another hit. And when you really think about it, you're talking about his paycheck. Like, he's he, his stats equal his paycheck. So he gets another one, lobbed over the zone, cranks it over the center field fence. His own manager, Tony LaRusso, the guy who's great at drunk driving, uh, says that he's going to get punished for it. He's going to punish his own... Like, to turn your back on your player, on a player like that, for swinging an absolute meat pitch, like, literally doing his job, is absurd. These unwritten rules bullshit, I thought we were done with that with Tatis last year, but apparently not. I, uh, like, what do you want the guy to do? I, I, listen, I completely agree. I don't care if this, what the score is. I'm If I'm at bat, I'm playing... I don't... I, Granted, I'm always going to be a team player. I want to win the game. Okay? But in that moment as well, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I want my stats. Yeah. I want my stats. I mean, we we play recreational softball. I never want to make an out. I don't care what the score is. I mm-hmm. never want to make an out. Ever. I will do my... I don't care if we are up 20 to nothing, which will never happen in our softball careers. I am still swinging for my average. 
I'm still swinging to get on base because it kills me to make an out. And, you know, these are at a professional level, and you have a chance to hit, d destroy a pitch, feel really good about yourself, even though it's a, you know, meatball, and up your, you know, pad your stats a little bit, and you're going to get punished for it. Get get the hell out of here. That's just, that's just, listen, that's a... I would be, pr I, I wouldn't give him any sort of punishment. I'd give him a high five as he came back into the dugout and went, nice bomb. You know, listen, you never take your foot off the gas. Ever. Yeah, like, let him swing the bat. Who cares? It's a run. Mm -hmm. The guy who doesn't care about the pitcher obviously doesn't care about his ERA because he's a friggin' first baseman or whatever he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, the unwritten rules are if baseball really wants more people to watch, screw these weird ass rules. It's these unwritten rules culture bullshit. Mm hmm. I, I mean, that's the reason why I have so much respect for Belichick. Man could be up 45 nothing, and he is still in a shotgun. He is still playing every drive to score a touchdown, no matter what the score is, no matter how much time is left. Man never takes his foot off the gas. He will blow out every single team that he can at any time. He doesn't care, and I respect the hell out of that. And that is yeah, what more, more managers should be doing. I don't care what the score is. You let your players play. Let them pad their stats. What do you want him to... Hypothetically, what if... This guy now has a chance at the end of the year for the batting title, and he misses it by one hit. His average would have been affected by that one, right? Right? You know, he loses out because he didn't want to yeah, hit it's, more, it's and stupid. it's it's stupid. It's so dumb. Larusa should be completely. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the word I was I was looking for there, but. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you understand where I'm going with this. I, he, he, He's an he, asshole. Exactly, yeah. I didn't want to be the one to say it. but <laughs> um, He is. He's an old asshole. <laughs> going forward with uh, one of the final things that we have, uh, we have some friendship in Chicago and Washington. This is my favorite story of the year. Like, nothing to beat this. Uh, Chris Bryant left Kyle Schwarber a candy bar in the outfield. Schwarber finds it. Eats it, and then hits a home run. Like, come on, did that's you, the, that's the shit you love to see. Did you see the POV of like from the fans side no. of it? Oh, there's someone. Someone posted a video. They were in the <laughs> stands, and they're screaming that he had a gift in the outfield. And he's looking at the fans, and he sees it. And he and he and he's, he looks over to the dugout, raises his hand, he goes and picks up all the candy, <laughs> and he, he starts eating it in the outfield. I was like, yeah, that that's awesome. I mean. That's so dope. I would do the same thing for you if you were on a different team. Oh, what a guy. It's a beauty. That's the beauty of baseball <laughs> and shit like that. The I want to know what kind of candy it was. It didn't It, it didn't look like chocolate. It kind of looked like a um, yeah, right? like a sugary type of thing. But What is Schwarber into? I want to know. I know what kind of candy you like. Nah, Skittles? I thought that was really cool, though. Definitely really cool. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. It's just saying, if you want to like toss me a Butterfinger while we're playing softball, I wouldn't be against it. Sounds good. Yeah, ne next week. Actually, a Butterfinger might not be the best thing to eat while <laughs> playing softball. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Thinking about we, it. We can't get any worse, though, so it's okay. Uh, I can. <laughs> hey, excuse me. What is that supposed Some to people. Not <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. No, no, no. You're all good. But um, other than that, it's kind of... Uh, that is kind of it. Edwin Diaz with the seventh save tonight, May eighteenth. Uh, hopefully, he keeps that up. Um, 
Andrew, do you have any parting words with our viewers this week? I'm tired. You're tired. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It is a later um, podcast. We had so much technical difficulties to get this one going. And my God, do I hope when we go into post-editing that everything is A-okay because I <laughs> may start to cry. But uh, we had a lot yeah, of technical got, got difficulties. We got delayed like Next week an hour. Have What'd you yeah, say? Yeah, it was not great. I said next week I'll have some stuff to talk about. This week, not really. Wow, okay. I'm excited now for next week. What do you got in mind? Nothing that crazy, don't worry. Not crazy? All right. Well, if you are watching on YouTube, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. (laughs) Hit that like button. It really helps out the channel. Hit the subscribe button and turn on notifications. We upload every Wednesday at 3 p.m. If you're listening to wherever you listen to podcasts, please give us a five-star review. It really helps everything out. We'll give you a shout-out if we see your five-star review. Um, if you have any questions or topics that you want to hear for next week, leave it down below. We'll be more than happy to answer them. Or you can add us on Twitter, whether it's our individual Twitters that are underneath our names right now, or at the BD Effect on Twitter. Uh, website coming very, very soon. I know I said this like eight podcasts ago. Only like months now. We also had some difficulties with that. That's another long story, but... We're in the it's home. A difficult life. We're in the home stretch of the website now, uh, so stay tuned. I'm hoping within the next two or three podcasts, the website will be up. There's gonna be a lot of features for the Binks and Doodle effect on the website, so keep an eye out for that as well as merch. Um, but other than that, I think we're all set. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. And until next time, stay safe. Peace out.